1: Welcome to the Commonwealth Matters. I'm Richard Nelson, Executive Director of the Commonwealth Policy Center. Thanks for joining us. Ron, it is so good to be back in West Kentucky. It's always good to have you, brother. In your office. I drove three hours yes. to be with you this morning. Yeah, this is
0: home, right? Well, it you're, it, it used to be home. Kind of still so, your heart's still here a little bit, right? It
1: is a yeah. lot, in fact. And our just heart is tri- for you here. Driving into the area was it felt like coming back yeah. home. Yeah. Even though I've been in Frankfurt for a year, it mm-hmm. felt like home. Talking it. to Don out there. Mm-hmm. She wished that I was here. It was good to mm-hmm. see her. Yep. It's just it's good to be back here among yeah. friends. And uh, it is always good to Uh, be on the Commonwealth Matters program with you, Ron. We've got a a really important topic. You know, you and I have a heavy one, one, but we've talked about tough issues uh, for years. You know why?
0: Because we ain't scared.
1: Nor are we afraid to talk about the tough topics of the day. Uh -uh. And uh, one of which is uh, the the changing cultural mores. uh, When you speak from a perspective that there's ultimate truth. And in our, per, uh, our worldview tells us there is a God. Oh, he speaks to us in his word. He speaks to all areas of life. Uh-huh. He also gives us guardrails and moral boundaries for life. Uh, for our own good, not, not just because he's a bossy God. You and I often get charged with being intolerant, mm-hmm. being narrow-minded. Well, that's yeah, I guess free speech works, works both ways and sure. people can say those mm-hmm. things. Yeah. But we also have the freedom to say, Uh, what our conscience tells us to say, to speak to the issues, to engage tough issues. However, Ron, if a city council in Indiana has its way, they will restrict what a church can and cannot say regarding LGBT issues. The West Lafayette City Council in West Lafayette, Indiana, is proposing Ordinance 3121, which prohibits unlicensed persons from practicing what they call conversion therapy with minor
0: age children with the penalty of $1,000 per day per violation. This is when you first introduced this topic to me that we discussed it. My very first thought is um, you know, our friends on, on the liberal uh, persuasion, um, uh, the one thing I just wish that they were is consistent you know, if for every time I've heard separation of church and state that, you know, the church can't dictate, um, if that's the case, then where are all of our liberal friends screaming? The government can't dictate to a church. You can't, you can't tell a church what they can and cannot do. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a road that travels in both directions. That's not a one way street. So if the, if people are saying the church can't get in the state, you have no business in the state, then the other has to be true. And if it's not, I
1: put this at the doorstep, not just of those in the far left politically, like the ACLU mm-hmm, or the mm-hmm. LGBT activist groups, but at the doorstep of the major media outlets as mm-hmm, well, because right. this is a clear violation of what pastors and biblical counselors can and cannot say within a counseling setting sure. in a church. Right. Uh, so uh, Faith Church in West Lafayette, Indiana, started 58 years ago, Ron. And for the last forty-five years, this is right from their website. They said for the last forty-five years, they've hosted biblical counseling center, a biblical counseling center for people in their community. They currently have thirty-two counselors mm-hmm. offering sixty-eight hours of biblical counseling to members of their community each week, free of charge, right. at multiple locations. Uh, however, if this ordinance passes they will not be able to counsel those who are struggling with, their, with same-sex attraction or with gender dysphoria because, in the view of the city council, that is wrong to try to change somebody's sexual identity. Um, they go on to say, uh, Faith Church in West Lafayette, Indiana, say they've always rejected practices of like conversion therapy, they call it, um, and I'll just read this. Yeah. This is worth. This is worth. Reading. So the church
0: is saying they reject the conversion therapy.
1: Yeah, and it's okay. and this is this is interesting how they put it okay. and insightful. Um, the reason faith counselors and others choose not to be licensed is because we have dramatically different counseling presuppositions than the secular world. Okay. We've never practiced conversion therapy or used the term because we find the practice that was developed by the secular counseling community to be barbaric and harmful to persons experiencing same-sex attraction. Mm -hmm. It has traditionally included activities like, and this is a little graphic, but I'm going to read it for the sake of uh, clarity, uh, including activities like connecting wires to a person's genitalia Mm -hmm. and introducing an electric shock when you become sexually aroused by a picture of a person of the same sex or seeking to achieve, achieve a similar effect by holding it goes on to explain and other so, techniques.
0: So, and other so the, techniques. so this church is saying they reject those as legitimate forms of counseling, Which were birthed right. in the secular sure, world, sure. Secu- yeah.
1: secular psychological um, community. They say this, and this is the point I wanted to get to. Biblical counseling was birthed historically to counteract this kind of simplistic mm-hmm. behaviorism that too often has characterized the world's approach to human life. So even though and that's and it's really an important yeah, point yeah, yeah. because conversion therapy was not biblically grounded the mm-hmm. idea of converting somebody through these um techniques pavlov's mm-hmm. techniques mm-hmm. um i think that's the right way right <laughs> yes
0: yeah 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 the 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 when the dogs heard a bell they started salivating because every time they heard a bell that they, they would be fed
1: right so, and yeah. this is reverse of that response, we're going to inflict pain when you have a certain right. emotion mm-hmm. a certain feeling we're going to inflict pain to try to discourage that emotion uh but the Faith Church did a good job distinguishing between conversion therapy and biblical counseling. Sure. But Ron, if this ordinance passes, they won't be able to counsel people at all. Young people who want to change, uh, they might have gender dysphoria, they might have same-sex attractions, and they're feeling enough turmoil in their lives to want to come forward into counsel.
0: Keep in mind, by the way,
1: Nobody's dragging anybody in no. here to force to be counseled, right? Because it depends. You talk
0: to a teenager. A teenager is going to say they were drugged in there, but, but the parents are exercising parental rights and control and all the rest of that. So
1: that's a good, that is yeah. a good point. Mm-hmm. But typically it's somebody who wants to change. A good counselor, yeah. by the way, when they see somebody that doesn't want to be helped or they can't help them, they acknowledge that yeah. and they'll move them and somewhere they, else. Yeah, so they'll try to like, get them I help somewhere absolutely. else and and that's important but this absolutely slams the door in the faces of people who want to be helped young people who want to be helped
0: well well and here's the here's the the uh, a little caveat that that um you know I, I i do premarital counseling i do biblical counseling i am not and i the very first session i tell people i am not a licensed counselor um i'm not a licensed relationship counselor marriage counselor anything else like that however um i uh i excuse me, I do know the Scriptures, and I you know, I believe I've been gifted by God with the teaching and knowledge and, and those things to be able to say, here's how you can take the Word of God and apply it to your life in these particular situations. So I've been a- a challenged by people before that says, well, you're not a licensed counselor. Well, you're right. If I masqueraded as a marriage counselor, but I don't, I'm a biblical counselor who can say, let me show you how you can apply Let's say Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. I can tell you what that looks like in a marriage relationship. And if you're not doing that and you're trying to honor God, this might be why you're having a conflict. That's completely different than secular marriage counseling.
1: I so, think what you're talking about too is uh, you're coming from the perspective of being grounded in the word. Right. This is God's spoken yeah, word yeah. and he gives not us- text- Not textbooks,
0: not somebody else's opinion, but, but the truth from God. And if you
1: believe in God, I want to press a little further into mm-hmm. this. If you believe there's a creator who speaks to mankind through his word, mm-hmm. He also gives us uh, patterns. He gives us models. He gives us rules and ways of doing things. And you're operating from that perspective when you do marriage counseling. Absolutely. And the same with, and I want to apply this to Faith Church in Mm -hmm. West Lafayette. Uh, They are uh, addressing issues of human sexuality and sin and uh, areas where people are seeking help. They're addressing those things from a biblical worldview.
0: Absolutely. And imagine the government going into a university anywhere and saying to a history professor, look, you could teach history, but you can't use history books. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? Um, it, it, so to go to a biblical counselor and say, you, you, can, you can counsel, but you can't use the Bible. Um, I mean, that, that's that just over, it's overreach on so many different levels. is not even funny. It's hard for me to even articulate um, the, the, all the different ways it's an overreach. So I want to go through some of
1: the uh, objections that Faith Church put on their website as they are opposed to this. Uh, It is being considered by city council, and they're very much opposed to it, but they say that the the, the ordinance is worded in a deceptive fashion. They say one fundamental flaw is that the ordinance defines conversion therapy far differently than has classical psychology. Section 2 in the ordinance affirms that conversion therapy is defined as practices or treatments that seek to change an individual's sexual orientation or gender identity including efforts to change gender expressions or to eliminate or reduce sexual or romantic attractions or feelings towards individuals of the same gender. Mm -hmm. They're saying that this is deceptive, and in response uh, to that, they say that historic Christianity for nearly 2,000 years has taught from the Bible the standard of chastity and singleness Mm -hmm. and fidelity in monogamous marriage. This greatly expanded and ultimately deceptive definition of conversion therapy has biblical Christianity directly in its crosshairs. Their second point is that and this is a strong claim, they're saying that this ordinance 3121 is an attack on the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm. Biblical counselors choose to point each person to Jesus Christ and the salvation and new life available in trusting him as Lord and Savior. Jesus then becomes our core identity not our ethnicity, mm, on, gender, yeah. or sexual desires. Right. Through the power of Jesus Christ, we learn how to submit each of our desires to his word mm. and only act on the ones which please and bring him glory. Mm, preach, so on. they are, le- and then yeah, they quote yeah, yeah. they quote uh, Paul speaking to the Colossians. Mm-hmm. We proclaim him, counseling every man mm-hmm. and teaching every man with all wisdom so that we may present every man complete in Christ. Right. That is what they are teaching right. their people who come them to be counseled
0: so uh, what i just heard you say was that conversion therapy as it's been defined so uh, what i just heard you say was that conversion therapy as it's been defined in the secular realm because it came from the secular realm um it it has a certain definition what the city council is doing is they're redefining the term conversion therapy and basically what they're doing is they're saying if you're using the bible to try to convince somebody what they're doing is wrong then, then, then we'll find you a thousand dollars a day.
1: Absolutely. So they've expanded on the definition of conversion therapy, and here's one of sounds the. Like, sounds like they changed the meaning completely. <laughs> they have. They have. Uh, if you, you want to take a step back a little further, Ron, and you talk about um, you talk about missionaries converting, missionaries sharing the gospel, sure. and people becoming converted. Right. Maybe that's a better way to mm-hmm. put it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they're talking about here is a direct attack on the gospel, because there is this idea that mankind is sinful,
0: mm-hmm. that we need to repent and come to faith in a Savior. And, uh, and that idea is a, is a truth, by the way. I mean, we, we both know that. But, but yeah, there's some people that, that think that's still a theory, but that, that's fact. Oh, well, we, you and I are convinced that not
1: everybody else is, but I understand what you're saying. I agree that that is fact.
0: Simple, simple experiment. Get five two-year-olds, put them in a room with one toy. You don't have to teach those kids how to wrestle, fight, hit each other in the head with that toy. Because we're born inherently evil. We we're born in sin,
1: and uh, we need a Savior to deliver us from the sin. Right. So there is, this, uh, there is this conviction that Christians have of who we are, mm-hmm. what a human being is, what our condition is, and what we need. And you can take away LGBT issues, Ron, and you insert any other issue in right. there, and it still will say that we're a sinner and that we still need a Savior. Yes. Now, we're not suggesting that for a minute, that we remove uh, sexual boundaries that God has put on us. We're not suggesting that. But what this ordinance does is it is attacking one of the Christian distinctives that, yes, we are made in the image of God, Mm -hmm. and we are given moral boundaries. And specifically, sex should be inside of marriage.
0: Same-sex relationships are out of the picture. Mm -hmm. Well, even... Uh, even even heterosexual relationships outside of the covenant of marriage is just as wrong as any other. And the scriptures tell us that sexual sin is the only sin uh, that's, that's against the body. And so it, it actually is in a category of all of its own. And, and so physical intimacy is reserved for the marriage bed. and And that institution was created by God to reflect the relationship between Christ and the church. We don't have the luxury of redefining that because it's been defined by the creator of it. Ron, we're going to take a quick break. We are at
1: break time. Stick with me and we'll be back in just a moment.
2: Growing up as a child, who did you turn to whenever you had a crisis? Who was your source of strength? Who held you in the darkest situations and became your beacon of light? Most of us will recall the love of our parents, our grandparents, our family. But the harsh reality today is that there are many who face the dark places of life totally alone. Welcome back to the Commonwealth Matters. Richard Nelson here with Ron the Hicks, and, and we are talking about sunrise West Children's Lafayette, Services Indiana's been to help proposed
1: in ban places. on what they that call and what they've redefined as conversion with therapy. Passion for children can and, children. Uh, uh, I was in giving just hope reading off the website of Faith to learn Church, more, just which visit is directly
2: sunrise. impacted sunrise. by this. Faith or call 1-800-456-1386. Matthew 2540 tells us, the king uh, will reply, Truly uh, I tell you, whatever services, you did for one of the least uh, of these, however, my brothers and sisters, you did for me, now is the time to be a child's source from of strength. Counseling Come help at Sunrise Children's identity
1: And this is an affront to freedom of speech. It's an affront to the idea of church and state boundaries, mm-hmm. right? This is really the state telling the church what
0: it can and cannot say. Well, and not only that— it's the state telling parents how they need to parent. If I as a parent have a child that that, has a, uh, that, that, that is confused about whether they're male or female, despite the, what science would say, if it, it, uh, and so for a parent to be able to say, um, I, I want to be able to take my child and help my child to be able to understand from a biblical perspective who they are and all the rest of that, the state is saying if you want to do that, you have to follow our guidelines because you as a parent aren't smart enough to figure out how you ought to teach your child. Um, that ought to offend every parent, whether they're a believer or not. Uh, another point that Faith Church makes on
1: their website is they oppose this proposed ordinance. They say it is a harmful myth to instruct minors, as the West Lafayette City Council suggests, to embrace... Celebrate and act on every romantic attraction or feeling. Oh, not, think not, about
0: not. that from a moment. R- well, right? I mean, th- there's a speed limit on the highway for adults because if there was no speed limit, Richard, let's you and I be honest, we drive 100 miles an hour. Well, wait a minute. Uh, let me take a, uh, the yes, autobahn in would. Germany. <laughs> the autobahn <laughs> <Audubahn laughs> in Germany. But, is, but even so, the autobahn. No, actually, there are speed limits on the autobahn. When you get to a city, when you get within city limits, I lived in Italy and I lived in Germany and each one of those places, you're right, when there's a wide open stretch. But when you start getting near the cities, uh, the speed limits start to be instituted because left unchecked, people would drive through the city at 100 miles an hour. And so this is for adults. And so if adults need some guardrails, if they need some rules to be able to say this is acceptable and this isn't, to suggest that children don't. That when children have these thoughts, I mean, I can remember as a as a a youngster, one of the things that I thought about doing a lot, I never did. And and I this is this is. Are you sure you want to say this? You want to say this? I've always thought to myself, man, going into a like a store that sold china and glassware and all with a baseball bat and just destroying it all. I thought, how fun would that be? Now, I never did it. I understood that you know personal property and all the rest of that, but I thought, how cool would it be? to be without repercussion, without anything, just to be able to completely destroy something like that with a baseball bat. But because I had parents that told me there's rights and wrongs, because somebody taught me about property values and, and people's personal properties and all the rest of that sort of stuff. But imagine if my, if my parents or the government said to my parents, no, 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 you can't restrict that from him. If he thinks that, that must be his truth. And if that's his truth, then, then, then you're going to be in trouble by changing that. I mean, it would be equally ridiculous, wouldn't it? It would be, and I'm glad that you didn't act on those impulses that you had. <laughs> that was before. That was before
1: you were walking with the Lord. And I think that. <laughs> uh, so I want to go on with that statement mm-hmm. that um, for minor age individuals and everyone else, for that matter, sexual purity often involves saying no to all sorts of raging desires, whether they be heterosexual, homosexual, or anywhere in between, as Paul instructed the Thessalonians. That each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God. That's First Thessalonians four four through five. The, the, the and one thing that's important about that is this is part of the biblical worldview. This sure. is Paul's instruction to the church in Thessalonica or Thessalonica, Thessalonica. Mm-hmm. and uh, and 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 this is part of what they're teaching in the counseling session. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go on to say, biblical counselors believe that Jesus is powerful enough to help us progressively change into His image and yes. likeness, and therefore become more pleasing to Him. Such ideas are not harmful to minors; they are mankind's only true hope. That's right. That's uh, right. Ron, I, I see you got your Bible out. You you wanted to share something? There, are, there's three more points I wanted to no, go no, over go before. The, go mm-hmm. So, uh, point three uh, they have on their website. The process of the West Lafayette City Council has lacked transparency. To date, the city council has not given one example of any unlicensed person practicing conversion therapy. They have not provided one name or documented one example to demonstrate the need for this ordinance. Unlicensed counselors were not alerted to the introduction of this ordinance or invited to participate in its development as the lead organizer of the Lafayette Citizens for Freedom. Winston Levin has explained the city council members were each asked to respond to a brief survey stating their views pertaining to key key aspects of the ordinance with the promise that their answers would be shared with other members of the community. To date, only council member Gerald Thomas, one of nine persons in the council, has been willing to respond. So they're saying, again, the process has lacked transparency. Mm -hmm. Point four, this uh, ordinance violates the principles of informed consent. If minors have questions about their sexual identity, desires, and actions, why shouldn't they be able to approach a biblical counselor or other faith leader to learn what God's Word has to say before making up their minds about what they believe about such
0: matters? That ordinance prevents minors from doing that. Well, and Richard, this is the this is the thing that flies all over me um, in in kind of a much broader sense, and you and I have talked about this many times on this very program. That that when we're talking about enacting laws, uh, passing legislation, and all the rest of that, people are famous for saying you can't legislate morality. Um, the fact of the matter is, is every law, every ordinance, is somebody's morality. So what this group is saying is, um, is, is we're going to decide what morality, what what benchmark, what plumb bob that you can use to be able to say this is okay and this isn't. So they're saying, you know, well, you you can't you can't use the antiquated views of the Bible to be able to try to do this. Um, we're the one that will determine what's acceptable and not acceptable. We're the ones because because obviously you're not smart enough to figure that out. So so we're going to tell you what you can and cannot use. It, it's it just the hypocrisy just oozes from. There that. is no
1: vacuum in the uh, policy formation process. There's no vacuum in politics. There's no vacuum in law. All law and all politics is undergirded by somebody's worldview. It's yes. just a question of whose yeah. worldview will exactly. fill that vacuum. Yeah. Yeah. And we
0: live in a society today where it's it's not the majority anymore. It's it's often the very vocal minority, and and it's anecdotal where people say, well, hey, this this bothers me, so it shouldn't be so. And everybody's like, okay, yeah, well, well, just without without any reasoning, without anything, uh, the, because we get this vocal minority that that is opposed to, it, we're just simply going to stop it that I mean, it, it doesn't even follow the rule of law
1: to vocal minority you're right it doesn't follow the rule of law this violates First Amendment principles but it also uh, violates some of the logic involved here too exactly. I mean the just the and the, that free speech violates free mm-hmm. speech it violates true tolerance uh, there's a church that has a worldview and they've been counseling people nobody's getting dragged in there mm-hmm. nobody's being abused mm-hmm. Uh, But to your point, I want to go back to revisit something else. There might be a teen or a young person, a minor child, that does not want to go through that. I want to address what the uh, Faith Church says on their website. They said, Ordinance 3121 undermines parental rights. Mm -hmm. The city council proclaims that they have a compelling interest in protecting the physical and psychological well-being of minors. One glaring error is that nowhere in the legislation is the word parent found. Minors rarely, if ever, drive themselves to counseling, nor does a minor normally select a counselor by him or herself. A child's parents are the ones who help make such decisions. In the recent gubernatorial election in Virginia, candidate Terry McAuliffe proudly proclaimed that, I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. We know how that ended. It didn't end well for him. It ended well for the candidate who thought that parents should have a say in what schools should teach. But uh, the the church goes on to say, many political observers believe that statement, perhaps spoken in a moment of unusual political candor, is a reason that McAuliffe lost the election. That same error is being made with 3121. What Terry McAuliffe was to education, the West Lafayette City Council is to counsel. I'm going to go on with the last one. We've got just a couple minutes, Ron. Last point. The attacks on religious liberty and the separation of church and state. Biblical counselors and many others in our community will not be shamed, harassed, threatened, or intimidated by the government. As faith church has for the past 45 years, we will continue to counsel people unapologetically from the word of God, including minors seeking biblical truth on matters of human sexuality.
0: Well, I notice in the ordinance also, it's, it's, it almost sounds derogatory, whether it's intended or not, but it uses repeatedly the term unlicensed counselor. Unlicensed counselor. Um, the very first thing that I tell anybody when they come into my office is I am not a licensed counselor. However, I believe I'm equipped by God to be able to teach you how to apply God's word. And, uh, you know, I, I went and grabbed my Bible, and this is a, a Bible we gifted my mom a long time ago. She's home with the Lord. It's a new living translation, so it's going to sound a minute. all right. Sounds a little different than what you're accustomed to hearing. Uh, The scriptures in in the book of Romans chapter 1 says, For I'm not ashamed of this good news. One translation says, you know, the gospel about Jesus. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes, Jews first and also Gentiles. This good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith, as the scriptures say it is through faith that a righteous person is lived. So we, as people of the book, believe that the book has the basic instructions before leaving Earth, if you will. The idea of this is God's word. This is right living. This is righteous living. And to suggest that you've got to take that out of the equation when you're talking to people is just—I mean—that violates the the idea that that um, the government won't establish a religion nor prohibit the free exercise thereof. So, right the the response
1: and where Faith Church in West Lafayette
0: ends is this becomes
1: a simple act. 529 issue for them uh acts this is where peter proclaimed um to the uh jewish religious leaders that we must obey god rather than mm-hmm. men so what you're hearing from faith church is that they will defy the law Good. if that comes down to that Hang in there, it church. has it has not happened yet uh we should pray for them yeah. we should pray that uh, god would give them favor that god would give clarity to the city council men and women and um just pray that uh the the correct boundaries would be upheld. Amen. That religious freedom would be upheld. Mm-hmm. That the church state boundary would be uh, made clear, and that kids in and parents who want help with their children's same sex attractions mm-hmm. get the help that they need. Absolutely. Ron, it's good to good to have you on the program, brother. God bless you. Enjoy your day. All right. Thanks. thanks. For Hi, Richard Nelson here with the Commonwealth Policy Center. It's clear that the news media isn't always fair. In fact, there's lots of far-left bias and political gamesmanship. No surprise there. So if you're looking for a perspective that's grounded in the truth of Scripture and our nation's founding principles, then get plugged into CPC's resources. Sign up for our e-newsletter at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. You can also follow us on Facebook at Commonwealth Policy Center. And we're on Twitter at cpc for kentucky